good position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 295 of the Boss Games Podcast! Being recorded for you on this uh, Friday, the 19th of June, 2020. They'll make it uh, at uh, uh, 2333. Uh, 23. Whoa, that's weird. 2323 uh, p.m. Pacific Coast time. They'll make it 1123. Uh, left Coast, Coast to the Most, PDT, I guess, Pacific Daylight Savings Time, PDST, PD, PDSD. Crack Engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. He bids you greeting from his zombified spiderweb cave. You're actually lucky to have gotten this far without him cocooning you with his massive spinnerets. Uh, that's a good idea, Ivor. Whiskey sign must be obeyed at all times. Cheers, Ivor. Mm. And cheers to you, my friends. Happy Juneteenth. Mm. Which will forever be burned into Ivor's brain because this is the last time we're ever going to fire him. It's so sad. That's a firing sound. Hear it? 
Yeah, hit the brick ship bird. Fucking shuffle up the buffalo. Shuffle up the buffalo. On the arches. Right now, I have all your fire. Get the fuck out of here. And you're zump. <laughs> oh, oh, man, he's crying. Anyway, that would make it for our sequel, friends. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I was trying to swallow and laugh there at the same time. Because we were being so mean to an undead zombie eye war Molina. That would make it for our sequel, friends. 2020, 06, 19, 23, 25 at this point. Why? Uh, we have an enormous show for you. And it is a momentous show, actually. Um, as we start on the looming crisis that, well, it's not even a looming crisis. As we, as we here in America deal with the, um, almost incomprehensibly difficult to mentally contain reality of the crisis that we are balls deep in with a lunatic president, we here in the Linux community face a different sort of crisis. It's not a crisis for us. For us, the crisis that we must face is how to cover everything that happened this week with the e of Electronic Arts EA, uh, Origin Thin Client, and Valve, and Proton, and Steam, as we try to wrestle with how to get our fucking show like a overstuffed suitcase to somehow unzip the secret compartments that expanded accordion style to contain all of the insanity. We, of course, cannot contain all the insanity. In fact, it's questionable as to whether or not we produce it. But I will tell you this, my friends and neighbors. Oh, my brothers and only friends. Let's get straight to our top stories. So, happy Juneteenth. Um, Trump is holding a rally tomorrow in one of the most viciously spiking hotspots in the continental United States. Uh, up there with right where we're broadcasting to you from the Fortress of Darkness here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um and alongside uh, Lorfida down there in the southern coast and, and California and uh, uh, Arizona, which I'm particularly worried about because it's where my I have fa- family out there and they are Trump devotees, which is unfortunate, but I still love them just the same. I don't want them to get themselves fucking killed. And so yeah, so it's it's a horror festival of horror madness, political, social, econ- socioeconomic, racial. It seems like it kind of almost has all the hallmarks of like a Soviet disinformation campaign that may have been taking four years to take hold with the tra- traitorous president. But you know, who am I to say anything about any of that? Yeah, no, that's what's happening. And uh, it's in the midst of a balls-deep fucking pandemic with uh, racial and class hatred and acrimony uh, brewing ever more by the day with a increasingly unresponsive uh, brain-dead fucking GOP. And when I say brain-dead, I mean that in a way that upgrades them from the truth, 
which is a solicitous, complicit, lick, spittle, fucking traitorous mob of fuckwits and half-tards who all need to be voted out of office and for my money should be subject to criminal prosecution for violating at least their oaths of office. Meanwhile, oh man, I just did my Stephen Colbert there. Meanwhile, quarantine while, uh, yesterday we had the most COVID uh, spikes globally of all time, actually. And guess who led that charge? The United States. I am deeply fearful for what is going to happen over the next six weeks. And luckily, 100,000 people are going to Trump's super spreader event where they are being actively discouraged by the President of the United fucking States, whom they they love, and that's fine. You can love somebody if that person isn't killing people. That's where I draw the line where it's not okay for you to love that person or defend that person. And Trump is killing people at this point. So that that's not that's not so good. But we here on the Best Links Games podcast, as the Schmooze himself would say, we live in the toy aisle and we're going to devote ourselves full steam, full speed ahead into that toy aisle, like the great heaping, gaping, deliciously ooh, uh, I'm trying to think of words that don't involve tight to describe a space vagina into which we are never mind, I'm trying to make it, you know kid friendly because under 12 are free no, uh, I'm trying to make it uh, non sexual preference specific but it's kind of hard when, oh when you're talking about the space vagina, it gets kind of hard okay, so anyway Moving on from the bad puns and the uh, gently diffusing jokey banter as we descend into the gaping maw of madness in reality. Meanwhile, in the toy aisle, we've descended into the gaping maw of awesomeness. Hence the space vagina. Um, Like the Starlink satellites that will evidently be visible sometime this weekend if you live in the Pacific Northwest. That's crazy. Uh, distributed mesh network of satellites using lasers instead of fiber. It's fucking cool. It's cool shit. SpaceX is cool shit. So anyway, but none of that has anything to do with games. So, when we last left our heroes last week, our heroes being all of us, you, me, everyone else who runs Linux and enjoys Linux gaming, um, major major events had come to pass that portended what I thought and drunkenly, I I haven't listened back last week's show, but I was really trashed I was super trashed so if I offended anyone, then um, well quit being such a cunt no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding if I I really said anything bad, then I'm sorry I I don't mean to attack people or hurt people or I just do I just do attack them and I hurt them and I stab out their eyes no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding Vino Veritas though more whiskey right Ivor alright so we got an hour 
and 20 minutes to bang out this show. I don't know if we'll survive. I know for a fact that you, the listener, will not survive. Because we have so much shit. We have so much information in this show. It's just fucking mind-blowing. Today was supposed to be a show all about satisfactory. But then, everything that I... Well, not everything, but major elements of stuff that I had predicted would come to pass last week i.e. Valve and EA patching the Origin Thin Client uh, and the way it interacts with Proton all of that stuff came to pass not all of it to full fruition but to fruition enough to where now we are balls deep into a fucking uh Battle of Midway style horrendous dive bombing into this week's episode. What do I mean by that? Well, first we have, this episode can be, we're breaking the format for this week's episode. Not that we've had that much of a format for the last couple of, well, since the COVID times at least. Mm. By the way, if you guys have older relatives or, you know, you have underlying health risks and can at all, in any way, limit your... I wear a mask whenever I go out. I've been going out more lately, which is unfortunate. Um, I'm going to be trying to go out less these next two weeks. Um, yeah, outside is okay. Wear a mask, though. For reals, if you go into a store, wear a mask. Just think of it as your Linux Ninja mask. Think of it as the thing that prevents you from becoming a fucking spreader. Okay? Just, you know, even as Trump fucking gets on the gets on the media today and says that he thinks that it's a direct rebuke against him. No, it's because we don't want to die and you've done nothing for us. It's not a political statement. My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. That's all we're going to say about the horror. The horror, the horror, the horror. This is like a fucking nightmare. Wall-to-wall nightmare. Now to the good stuff. What we're going to do this week is cover how we got three really good games, including the uh, Titanfall 2, which was released... EA is constantly adding new games to the to the uh, uh, to their list of available Steam titles that you can just buy through Steam and then it runs via the Origin Thing client and uses Proton. And they starting from like Monday, I think it was Monday. I can't. Well, fuck. I don't have. I got the show notes in front of me, but I, I they're so technical this week that there's not a lot of notes about dates and stuff about when we got the fucking game. But anyway, bottom line is this. Um, EA and Valve have fixed the origin thin client via Proton. So meaning that like it, it, it no longer says we cannot... Origin no longer says, I can't fucking... 
figure out your crazy file system. It's all fucking escape sequences. Actually, there's no escape sequences because we just use the right, right, the right way of slashes. The slash way of slashes. Backslashes are backslashes because of fucking windows, not because of us. So, you know, let the holy war begin. No, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding for everybody out there who is wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm kidding. Uh, what we're gonna do this week is talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but not in a critical sense, even though I am ready to do my review, I wanna beat it. Just beat it. Just beat it. Wanna be good? Just beat it. Just beat it. doesn't matter. I don't care if you're cool. So anyway, moving on. Um, so we're going to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Titanfall 2, which is now available at 67% off through, um, I don't know check out the show rundown the show the show blurb for this week's episode uh, for when that expires, but I highly recommend that if you have any sort of modern gra- uh, ga- a graphics card running in your Linux machine with, you know, like I'd say 64 bits, so 64, make, uh, 64 gigabytes of RAM Jesus Christ I might be getting, okay, if you're trash, just beat it. Just beat it. Now I have that song stuck in my head. Um, you should get Titanfall 2, because it's $9.99 through now, from from now to etc. Um, to whenever that expires, and I think that is going to be kind of a running theme um, in terms of as origin, as EA adds more and more capability, more and more compatibility between the or- origin client, origin thin client, Steam, and the Steam install bootstrapping process of the origin thin client, and then all of it being just piped directly into Proton without having to configure anything, you know, from like the terminal or whatever, which is not something that you should be afraid of. In fact, you're going to need to use it in this week's episode. So we have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Titanfall 2, which came out today for Steam and runs fantastically well um, on our machine. And I'm going to give you the specs for our machine before we continue. Because hopefully we'll be out of here, right, Ivor? We'll be out of here in under an hour, right? Those of you who have been playing along at home, that means that we'll be here for the next seven hours doing this show. So we have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Titanfall 2, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, and then we have Battlefield 5 and uh, Need for Speed Heat. Those last two, Battlefield 5 and Need for Speed Heat, file those away in the back of your mind as being, I should not buy those games right now. Unless you buy them through Steam. Because then you can return them. Blah. Because those games are not quite exactly perfect for primetime. Although I've read that Need for Speed Heat uh, runs great. I have not had time as of every day. So I know that everyone's wondering what, what does 
What does Scoogie Sprite do most of his day? Well, basically I beat Ivor, fuck his mom, make him watch me fuck his mom while we're live streaming because that's, you know, I'm all about la gente, all about the people. It's all about right here. Um, And then I make Ivor work the corner of Fremont and Ogden for about 10 hours. And then uh, I get to sleep for about two and a half hours every night. And uh, then there's the screen printing in the work and doing work in the workshop. And then the hour that I spend on the piano every day. And then the happy times of answering the mail, paying the bills, and contemplating my imminent dissolution and destruction. And then at the end of it, I get to either do one of two things. I get to either play more cards or play like the latest and greatest game or I get to fucking troubleshoot and try to troubleshoot and fix the latest and greatest game which does not fucking work. Generally, this podcast is focused away from requiring the end user to do anything. That's always been our focus and we're heading into like our seventh year now. It's October. That's just disturbing. We're heading into our 300th episode within the next, you know, somewhere within the next several weeks. Maybe even within the next two months. Probably. That's right. It is at least 45 But one of the other major historical things that has been, you know, most of our listeners now probably do not go back to the beginning of this podcast, which is okay. Um, Because, you know, like any podcast, you go through cycles of listenership and uh, stuff. Our listenership actually right now overall is up, which is surprising to me because uh, during the start of the COVID times it went way down and for reasons that I can understand, but we're, we're coming back up, which is good. It doesn't matter to me. It does not matter to me how many people listen to this show. It only matters to me that you listen to this show and that I am somewhat accurate in what I tell you, especially somewhat accurate in terms of like my own personal experiences and stuff, but very accurate in terms of the technical details of things when we have to get technical. The traditionally in the first season of this show, the first year of this show, I said the one biggest thing that could happen is if electronic arts and Valve would somehow partner, if electronic arts would come over to Valve and the Steam client and I said that would never happen but it was like one of my biggest I only mentioned it once because like this is called the best Linux games podcast not the worst Linux games podcast I don't fill your head with shit that's broken and fucked up or that requires endless amounts of configuration except you know I see it recognize the power you know this watch watch this watch Fall's ass. Um, except for shows like this week, and this week is going to be very technical. Now, 
we've done a couple of other shows like this. And don't turn don't turn this off right now because when I say very technical, I mean if you know how to use a terminal, then you're going to be fine. Everything else is point and click. And in terms of terminal usage, like fuck, it is brain dead easy to use. We did one other show like this about Ruiner and creating wine prefixes not Proton but straight up wine prefix wine prefixes for 32-bit applications uh, with 64-bit wine tricks or the other way around. It was all about Ruiner. And then guess what? They released Proton and everything got fixed immediately. Um... Proton is incredibly awesome. Proton is a re- is is a fork of wine and it kind of goes upstream to wine. It's that's the whole idea. You don't need to know anything about any of this shit. Bottom line is this. What we have seen over the last 2 weeks in terms of Electronic Arts and Valve coming together as Matt Hartley would say, Master Matt Dark Jedi Lord Master Matt, Matt Hartley it's, you know, peanut butter and chocolate finally coming together, and you can hear the You can hear the uh, the love theme you know, swen- swelling to tremendous levels of volume that cause clipping um, in the background. However, there are some technical problems that might uh, be in your way, or might, or even Proton DB has not been able to really keep track of in real time what works and what doesn't, and etc. When you try to buy an EA game, and most of them are on horrendous sale, you should buy Titanfall 2 right now. It's $10, 67% off, and it's on sale till like. Whenever, and I never got to play Titanfall 2. I only got to play Titanfall on the Xbox One for the short amount of time that I had it. Uh, it came out on October 28, 2016, and today is the first day that you can get it on um, your computer, your Linux box, via Steam, via Electronic Arts's new partnership with Steam which is a great and holy alliance so for because of that I want to give you some technical readouts but before we get to that I want to say that many things go out to uh, BPR, Blaster PR you know, Blaster from the Discord um, who is the guy who's like oh, what's wrong with your mirror's edge because like I couldn't get the controller to work and I couldn't get um, the performance to be okay and uh, Servox tried to steer me into doing uh, up DXVK, DXVK tools, etc, etc, etc the Frog and Family blah blah my ninja, my ninja build system is fucked up as is my Misan build system and I don't like fucking building and it takes an hour to fail so what I'm trying to say is that the inclusion of these tips 
in this week's episode are of a caliber that I think even my mom could do. And that's always been the goal of this show. We started Best Linux Games Podcast uh, when Steam, when, when Valve adopted Linux as the basis for Steam Machines um, because then I knew that we would have leverage. So, and that leverage meant that everyone had to be able to install a game easily. And the rubric that I've always used is so easy that my mom can do it. Now these games, you can buy them through the Steam Store and they run through the Steam Store. They don't run smoothly at first, but these games are so important. They're really major titles. That, like, you know, like, for instance, I've waited, the reason why I said Electronic Arts in year one of this show was I wanted to be able to play Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Well, guess what? Not only can you buy a license for Mirror's Edge Catalyst via the Steam client and one-click install it, more or less, now you can play it. All the performance problems that I've had have been fixed. Not all of them, but many of them the major hiccups have been fixed thanks to BPR recommending to me instead of, of DXVK sent me back to Feral Interactive all hail Feral Interactive makers of well they were irrelevant before Proton they were the guys who gave us the ports of the native Linux ports of Mad Max um, Grid uh, Rally uh, bunch of other games. Uh, oh, uh, Shadows of Mordor. Bunch of other games. Well, two years ago, I think it was two years ago, someone was like, "Oh, you don't use game uh game mode." I'm like, "No." And I looked at it, and yeah, like, "Oh, well, you should use game mode." I'm like, "Oh, this looks like a pain in the ass," and I don't want to ever ask my listeners to have to go through a pain in the ass. Well, now it's not that big of a pain in the ass, and the benefit of going through it is enormous. It takes a game like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and makes it completely playable. Takes a game like Mirror's Edge Catalyst and takes it from playable, you know, being merely just, oh, this is kind of crappy performance, but it's kind of acceptable into, oh, this is like native performance. Blah. It's, this is especially true with uh, the Origin Thin clients. For those of you who don't know what Origin Thin means, Electronic Arts for a long time has had their own fucking store, which they had a, a war with Valve because Valve is the original store. Um, in terms of like Valve, I don't, I don't want to go into the history. Go back and listen to um, episodes uh, from season two of this show where I go into the entire history of how Valve and Steam, Steam itself, was designed as copy protection, not as a marketplace originally, and that was to uh, vouchsafe uh, licenses for ha- the Half Life engine against the. F- at that point, this is 1999, this is like year 2000 to 2001, um, is the, the inception of 
uh, Steam, which was not a marketplace, it was not conceived as a marketplace, it was conceived of as copy protection. So the first thing that provided a universal mechanism through which everything had to phone home to make sure that the 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 um, licenses or licensure of uh, the software that was running the game that was trying to run which in this case was the ancient at that point Half-Life engine but it was running the hottest thing on the face of the planet this is starting in 1999 um, it's a game called Counter-Strike which was a mod which was free, now Counter-Strike is owned by, it doesn't matter I'm sorry, I said it just like ever, just like as always, I said I'm not going to go into it, and then I go into it. So, what does... So that's why we're going to go into a little bit of tweaks. Because these games right now, from EA, and they're older games, it's an older code, so I was just about to clear them. Uh, But these are like stunning titles. I've waited since the first season of this podcast to be able to play Mirror's Edge Catalyst. And I can tell you how to do it. And not only can I tell you how to do it, I can tell you how to do it. If you know how if you know how to install Linux, then you know how to fucking make this game fly. If you have the hardware. And the hardware for games like that and Star Wars Jedi. Um, Fallen Order and Titanfall 2 which is $10 right now these are massive titles, it's important and you might have been struggling, I've done all the struggling for you um, I've spent at least two hours every night for the last yeah, since like Sunday of last week um, trying everything I can to get everything to work, great Battlefield 5 okay, so here Alright, let's start with the feature. But before we do, let me just... Do not get Battlefield 5. Unless you have a fucking heavy-duty GPU. It's it's an it's an aberration in terms of this list of games. All we're going to talk about is Mirror, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and... Uh, <laughs> Titanfall 2 those are the games that I've tested this extensively with so Ivor based him with the feature so we can get out of here in the next 20 minutes I can go back to playing some fucking Titanfall 2 god damn it what do you think oh my god it's Bolivians Bolivians never gonna let you down I can read your mind this week's feature I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooby. Okay, so here is my system. It is, uh, I, I'm running a 1080 Ti, uh, NVIDIA 1080 Ti for my, uh, graphics, pro- my, my graphics card, my GPU. Uh, I got like a, Ryzen 8 or I don't know, I had to fucking DKMS I had to fucking insert a kernel mod uh, a mod for to correct for a bunch of buffer uh, a bunch of leaks in a bunch of games, but that was almost a year ago when I when I fully upgraded this machine um, 
My storage is nothing special except for the 30, uh, well, let's see. Uh, 8, 16, 32 terabyte um, ZFS array that I run inside my main machine. And that's mirrored, so it's only uh, six, or what? what's half of 32? I just calculate uh, 16 terabytes of usable memory with an SSD for the operating system, it's a small SSD. It's like 500 gigabytes. And then I have... Um, I got four monitors, so like I, I generally have unique problems running games, which is why when I feature a game on this show, I generally know that it will probably run on your system. I'm running Mint 19.3. I This is important. For my controller, I've been using, as ever, and as I've I've reported in the past, I've been using an Amazon Basics Xbox One generic wired controller. USB wired controller. I like them because they're cheap. Every, like, third one that I... Well, every other one that I've bought, it seems like... It dies after a maybe nine months, a year. Um, like the buttons break or whatever. Um, but they're so cheap that, and the quality is so good while they last that it is, for me, preferable to have a wired controller to demo shit with. Blah. In terms of the software stack I'm running, I'm running Mid nineteen dot three um, Cinnamon because I like cinnamon. Uh. All of the instructions that are included herein and in the show notes and the show blurb uh, are for uh, apt-get, uh, apt-based Debian, Debian-based systems. Yes, if you're running Ubuntu, Debian, Mint, etc. You know, blocks. We, we do need to add a PPA, but there are instructions in the links if you're running Arch, which is my other was my other go-to system for a long time, numerous years. It was my not my um, mothership system, but it was my away from the mothership system, and I spent a lot of time away from the mothership back then. Why am I telling you all this? Okay. Because BPR has said that Titanfall 2, in spite of the workarounds that I have carefully, you know, blah, he's running a Steam controller, and they don't work if you're running a Steam controller. That's okay, but if you have a wired Xbox generic controller, these should work. So we're going to break this down into two things. First thing you have to do is install game mode, which is Feral Interactive's uh, GitHub repository. You don't have to install it from GitHub. In fact, if you try to, even if you follow the instructions, I, I mean, unless you, know, you want to compile it yourself, that's fine. Um, I, and you have Ninja and Misan, I swear to God, I'm never doing anything with Misan again. And I swore that two fucking years ago. And Ming W. Me, I do not like the Misan build system. I do not like Ming W. I do not like any of these half measures um, that, in, that, you know, pull out the necessary bits of, uh, it, it's like almost like a a Twilight Zone between Linux and Windows 
for a lot of those tools. Many of them are easy to install. Generally, if a like you know, up DXVK, um, that's going to be a pain in the ass. Up DXVK is going to be a fucking royal pain in the ass. I'm a fucking programmer. I know how to do this shit, and I spent forty hours over the last two weeks trying to. My ninja is incapable. Then again, that's also because I have like a, my own fucking build environment. I'm not going to send you into anything like that. No. Unless you're, you know, blah. So if, if if the instructions in the link to the GitHub page for Feral Interactive's game mode, that's the name of the, the repository, game mode. So if you want to check it out real fast, just, uh, you know, Google game mode GitHub or Feral get game mode GitHub. Here's what this does, and then I'm going to explain how to install it for Mint 19 uh, using uh, a PPA, which you know, a lot of people a lot of people use I use PPAs all the time um, if you're on a Ubuntu-based distribution, PPAs are fine, generally you have to be careful, they do pose a security risk don't use this, don't use PPAs on a server if you're running a certain, if you're the system and running, and you should know that by now. And so I'm just flashing back to like when the one time that I had that. Never mind. So, what does game mode do? Game mode is a three command install. Um, once you have the PPA, it's you know, it's just like installing anything else. Your app get update and then sudo app get install game mode. Um, what does it do though? Game mode. Uh, unlocks it takes off the if you've ever had a if, if you're in America and you've ever driven a car from the 80s or 90s early 90s um, you know that like the, the, the that once they started adding computers to cars they put in uh, software based governors for the maximum speed that you could travel uh which, you know, generally speaking is a good way to not blow out your engine or whatever but in other instances such as this, governors are completely unproductive so it takes off um, it basically unnices your system to a running process unleashing the full capabilities of your CPU and GPU especially Uh, in my experience it's the GPU that really makes a big difference it unthrottles those so you can actually use all of your horsepower when running a game and two years ago when someone told me about uh, game mode it was really difficult to install although I got it installed it was just kind of, it was a pointless thing that I wasn't going to inflict on any of my listeners because at that point I think Proton was or no, Proton hadn't come out I can't remember what it was Either Proton hadn't come out but like all of the good games were being ported by Feral and they were being ported like on a you know, a year long backlog kind of basis so there was, it made no sense to torture people with these sorts of technical details but anyway, so you pseudo app get install game mode or you know if you're on Arch, you know, it's like Pac-Man you, know, you probably get it from the AUR actually That'd be, it doesn't matter. 
you install game mode on your distro. Then, inside your Steam client for and this is especially important for all of these origin titles you right click on the actual title of the game in your Steam client and you go to its properties it's like I go to Mirror's Edge Callus, that opens up the properties window for that game inside of the Steam client and the first window the first tab on that first window is general and you'll see set launch options create desktop shortcut and then you'll see two interesting things. Steam input per game... Oh, wait, wait, hang on. We don't want to go there yet. We want to go to set launch options. You click on that. Sorry. We'll get we'll get to the other thing in next. You click on set launch options. And then you're going to put in, after you have game mode installed in your system, which is a completely automated install, if you have met all the dependencies, I would recommend that you follow the, um, the one-liner... Uh, on the game mode GitHub page, because they have a great one-liner, and they even have Arch Manjaro, I think they have Manjaro on there, um, Ubuntu, Debian, etc. But then if, after you app get update or whatever, before you go to fucking compile it yourself, or check out the GitHub, and then fucking you start diving into that madness, we don't have a lot of time. So before you do that, try adding the PPA and then try install then try to install game mode normally. Once you have game mode installed, you have to go to the properties of the game inside of the Steam client, which is as simple as finding, you know, in your like recently played list or whatever. Right click on it and uh, under set launch options, you're going to type in game mode run, all one word, all lowercase, space, percent, command, percent. No spaces between the percents and the command. All lowercase. And then you click OK. Then inside of your game, you're going to check under the options in terms of video and display varies between between, you know, individual titles. For Mirror's Edge, this was very important. Mirror's Edge Catalyst, the sequel, Mirror's Edge 2. I had unbelievable stuttering, and it wouldn't recognize my gamepad. And then yesterday, fucking, I was bitching about this to BPR, Blaster PR, and he showed me a fucking link to one of his recent Twitch streams from, like, three hours before of him in Mirror's Edge and what the performance looked like for him on Ultra. My settings were to nothing. Like, they were to the lowest settings and I, I'm getting stuttering and it's it was very unplayable because it's a game that's very much focused on intense, precise, uh, precisely timed actions and combinations of key directions. Almost like a fighting game, but in a first-person sense and you're a runner. <coughs> You should also get Mirror's Edge Catalyst, by the way, because it... I don't know about how good it is yet, but I do know that it's already better than the original Mirror's Edge. So, you had Game Run... Game Mode Run Space Command... uh, uh, Space uh, Percentage Command Space... uh, Game Mode Run Space Percentage Command Percentage 
no trailing space or anything like that. You click OK. Then you run the game. Then you check to make sure that the game doesn't have any interior throttles on the game. In Mirror's Edge, it has a GPU throttle that you need to turn off. You want to disable all of those throttles. Uh, it's a same thing, and you just do this for every game that you want to run game mode on. Every game that you want to run balls out, it, you should run game mode on, especially if they use the Origin Thin Client. Now, Origin Thin Client. So, let's say you just bought Titanfall 2, like so many other people did, and which I'll be live streaming in mere moments as soon as we're done. We're going to try to get out of here in 15 minutes. Um... So Valve and EA have patched the Origin Thin client and fixed since we last since we last left our heroes last week. Um, and fixed the you know cannot install to this fucking directory tree. Your file system looks all fucked up. Help me, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm gonna crash now. Uh, problem. They fixed that. So when you go to install, if you have installed one of those games before and you still have a license, uninstall them reinstall them this time when you go to launch and it you know opens up the you know you you have to install the origin thing client uh you want the normal thing client you don't want the beta and you know you enter your credentials and it'll remember it across all your games it seems like it does once you enter it once your your credentials for your ea origin client access which is actually kind of nice you do not have to click cancel when you go to run the game or anything. Just let it run. It'll that that whole thing will pop up again, but it'll eventually close. You know, count to like, you know, 120, maybe 180. Look at your hard drive activity light if you have one on your PC. Just wait it out and bam, eventually It'll, the game will pop up. Now, if the game doesn't pop up, and if you're like me and you're, you're running Cinnamon, um, you'll need to look... It might it might open and then instantly be minimized, in which case you just click on the minimized icon in your uh, taskbar or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, what is this called? The panel. My panel. You just click on that and it'll pop open full screen. Then you check your controller. And if your controller doesn't work, if it's not being recognized, uh, quit out of the game. Do not Alt F4 out of any Origin Thin Client games. That's a huge tip. If your controller doesn't work, don't even bother with like fucking with the you know why the in-game controller configuration. That's not going to help you. You want to quit out of the game in a clean way you want to you know use your mouse and your tongue to type into the keyboard you know down 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 to quit and then yes exit to windows or whatever um which I love seeing when I'm running these games on Linux uh and then in the Steam client you right click on the game you go back to properties and here is the biggest thing BPR Blaster says that this does not work for him, but then again, he doesn't have a wired controller. 
If you don't have a wired controller, I don't know if this will work for you. Get a wired controller if you want to play these games using a controller until they add the rest of the support. And like I said last week, they're going to be adding this shit. And like like I said last week, they added Titanfall 2, a game that I never got to play. I got to play Titanfall 1 on the Xbox One for the brief time that I had it, and it was fantastic. Titanfall 2 was amazing. So anyway, so you go to the game's properties, Titanfall 2 properties inside of your Steam client. You right-click on that. And on the general page, underneath where it says... Uh, set launch, this is in the middle of that first tab, the general tab, set launch options, create desktop shortcut, Steam input per game setting requires restart of the game. There's a drop-down menu there. You want to set that to forced off. Then underneath that, it says use BPM overlay when Steam input is active per game setting requires restart of game. Also set that to forced off now start the game again and at the title screen or at the first you know menu select screen or whatever if it still doesn't recognize your controller unplug your controller it's you know we're presuming that it's wired and plug it into a different USB port from my experience it does not matter if it's a 3.0 to a 2.0 or 2.0 to a 3.0, the important thing is that you're at like the title screen and you're like you're trying to make the controller work and it's not working and you've already done th- those two steps forced off. You don't have to change the Steam overlay. You have to change the Steam input per game setting to forced off and use BPM overlay when Steam input is active per game setting. You have to f- set those to forced off in those drop-down menus, and you click OK. If you've done that, and you're at the title screen for any of these games, and it's not working, simply unplug your controller and plug it into a different USB control, US, different USB port. You will see in the bottom right hand of your screen, if you have Steam Overlay enabled, um, that Steam is detected the same controller that you've always been using for, for probably for many other games you can now use your controller in that game start a game or whatever or just you know resume your game and then once you're in the game and you've verified that you know my controller works do a clean exit of the game now if you change like you know like you know press start and then go to quit do not Alt F4. Alt F4, Origin Think Client hates that. And it, it not only does it have a, a chance to like not make your settings permanent, it has a chance to make the game forget that, that you've configured a controller for the game. So the next time you launch the game, it might not work. And if it doesn't work the next time you launch the game without changing the port, that's a bad thing because the only way I've found out, figured out how to fix that for sure is to uninstall the game and reinstall the game and then follow my instructions again. Like I said, I've spent a lot of time on this. This works across Mirror's Edge, Catalyst, Titanfall 2, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, Battlefield 5, I can't get it to work, but then again, Battlefield 5 already kind of doesn't work. 
Need for Speed Heat I haven't had time to test it but the controller worked in Need for Speed Heat but I didn't have the knowledge of uh, the game mode, game mode run yet so wonderfully uh, donated by BPR now here's the thing what I tested tonight was okay so we got the game running with the controller and the performance is great as it is in Titanfall 2. If you have a hefty enough video card, you should have no problem running it on Linux. I got a 1080 Ti. It's an older, it's an older code. We're just about to clear them. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. So, what I did, BPR, because he was having problems, I bought him a license for Titanfall, because right now it's 10 bucks, 67% off. And by the way, I played 41 minutes of it, and it is phenomenal. I spent 23 hours. Oh, wait, no, is it 23? No, 21 hours in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which runs, it runs pretty well, runs kind of playably. Without game mode, with game mode, it runs, I'd say, 40 to 50% better. It's 150% better. Um, easily. It's inconsistent, though, because that's a weird game. And I was supposed to review Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order this week, but I foregone that because if any of these three games have been on your fucking list, and there are more to come, and there's more out there already that I just I, I'm running out of money like I imagine everyone else is I'm a, I'm a wee bit on the broke side I'm not like shit hammered broke, yeah, I can still pour whiskey cigarettes and power tools and porn and I can, you know, fucking buy people video games when they're on sale or whatever, but um they like, they, they, they dropped a ton of fucking games. Oh, and by the way, West of Dead, which is not affiliated with EA, um, is now available out of early access. But I have no time now because I have to beat Titanfall and I have to beat Jedi Fallen Order. And I, I think I'm over the hump in Jedi Knight Fallen Order or Jedi Fallen Order. But anyway, you combine all of these things. Remember these things, you obnoxious young nippers, and by hell you'll do well all your life! So, in order of operations, let's just say it's Titanfall 2 that you've lusted after. What is that? Interesting. Uh, anyway, so in order of operations... Let's say we're talking about Titanfall 2. You buy Titanfall 2 through the Steam store at $9.97. And you're like, you have a murder boner of mad, crazy, insane lust for this game. I understand. I never got to play it either. Now that I have played it, it is phenomenal. In fact, I was going to complain about how masterpiece is the most overused word, uh, most overused tag in the Steam store 
um, you know, what's new and noteworthy, top sellers or whatever. Every other fucking game says Master. <laughs> so you try to run it. You do not click on the cancel thing when uh oh no, it's it'll ask you to install Origin Thin Client. You say yes. And then if you don't have an EA Origin account, give it your your fucking email and sign up, and then you have to fucking verify it. But that's a different thing, and it's not that it's irritating, but it's not that irritating because once you've done that, it'll it'll work across all your games. It seems to at least. Then you'll go to run the game. It'll say it'll pop up a, a window. You know, it'll pop up a bunch bunch of windows like over time. Like give it like five minutes when you're installing a game after it's installed. Be patient and watch. It'll pop up like a weird origin chat client thing and all those will get auto-killed. They'll get swatted down as if by um, your your X environment and they'll vanish. Eventually, if you have like a taskbar or a system tray or whatever, um, eventually like there'll be like a weird Eye of Sauron origin thing in the bottom right-hand side and that's when the window that says I can't fucking install this game! Do you want to cancel? Don't click anything. Sit there and count to 60. That window will go away and your game should open. If your game does not open, for me, Titanfall 2 opens minimized. And I don't know how to fix that, but that's not that big of a problem for me. You just normally mouse click on it. It'll blow up in big screen mode and you know like a normal mode do not try to play these in big screen mode it will not fix your controller issues if your controller does not work when you reach like the menu select screen like you want to create a new game or whatever use your mouse go down to quit quit out of it then install game mode if you haven't if you have game mode installed already then Now's a great time to do all three at once. You right-click on the name of the game in your Steam client. You go to Properties on the General tab. You set the launch option to Game Mode Run. All one word, all lowercase. Space, percentage, command, percentage. That's it. Click OK. And then... Below, right below that, there are these two drop-down menus that say, and I had to write them down. Steam input per game setting. You want to force that. You want to select force off, and then use BPM overlay when Steam input is active per game setting. Select forced off. Now, inside. So after you've done that. It might help to actually close your Steam client, but I've not done that. It seemed like BPR kept doing that. I don't know why, but anyway, I have a Steam controller too. I love my Steam controller, but there's a reason why I test with wired controllers, because I want everyone as a baseline to be able to use them. So if you have a Steam controller, you're fucked for any of these games right now. That's what it sounds like to me. So, we've gotten... Our launch option, we have game mode installed. We have game mode enabled for the launch options for this game. We have Steam input per game setting forced off. Use BPM overlay when Steam input is active 
per per game setting forced off. For Mirror's Edge Catalyst, for some reason, I also have uh, enabled the Steam overlay. Well, hang on. But you don't have to worry about the Steam overlay or any of that shit. You shouldn't have to. Yeah, because like in Titanfall 2, I have both of those enabled. Enable the Steam overlay while in-game and use desktop game theater while Steam VR is active, as if that applies. It doesn't. But the important thing is Steam input per game and use BPM overlay are both forced off. Then open the game again. If the game, once you hit the title screen, does not recognize your controller and it's supposed to be accepting input, like you're supposed to be able to navigate a menu or whatever, unplug your controller. In my case, I have a uh, Amazon Basics like 25 fucking USB hub or whatever. And then I have five um, front ports on my uh, system case uh, I unplug it from the one and plug it into the other the way that I know that USB 2.0 3.0 does not matter in this regard or the way I think the, the reason why I suspect that's a better way of saying it is that Amazon Basics hub goes into it it needs a USB 2.0 input, which is why it goes into the back of my case on the front of my case I have uh, two blue ports which are 3.0 and then two black ports which are 2.0 it doesn't seem to matter which ones I plug the uh, controller into it just means just not in the one that it was in and that seems to break uh, the magical spell of the game not being able to see your controller and what you'll see is in the bottom right hand corner of your screen if you have Steam Overlay on it'll instantly recognize your controller and you'll see uh, blah, Xbox, generic Xbox or whatever the fuck your controller is that you as you've configured in Steam if you've even configured it you probably shouldn't have to configure it at all anymore um, I don't remember having to configure this guy. And then just press the A button or whatever and see if the buttons work, and they will. Now, when you quit the game, do not Alt-F4 ever out of any of these Origin client games. They really hate it. It like, And I can imagine kind of why, because if you think of all of the different hoops they have to go through just to get this to run via Wine, which is what Proton is, and then you have these two separate software stores that are trying to manage the actual play experience could be difficult bottom line is this once you get it, once you figure out where your fucking controller is going to go which port it's going to go in leave it there and then reconfigure your other games the same way if the control, you just launch the game like if you have other EA Origin Thin Client games like, for instance, in my case, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. And I know this because I tested this less than three hours ago with BPR. Mirror's Edge Catalyst, well, I got game mode to, you know, completely make it run great on Ultra, but it still didn't recognize my controller until I figured out how to fucking make this happen. And by the way, I can't tell you 
the reasoning why, the exact technical reasoning why, what is breaking between uh, steam and proton, because those are two separate steps, steam managing your input, proton accepting your input, and where EA origin thin client fits in between there, I don't know. I I'm not clear on the uh, you know, but I don't think anyone is really clear on it. But I do know this: I discovered this workaround by reading Windows boards for people who had problems with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, seeing their controller. What happened to me? Well, on Wednesday. I spent eight hours playing the fucking game. And I have performance issues because this was before game mode. Game mode is unrelated to the controller issues. I'm just telling you how to fix both of the things. Because, like, you're going to have stuttering and you might have and or you might have controller issues. You want to get rid of both of them. You want to be able to play Titanfall 2 with a controller. And without any stuttering. Same thing with Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Although it is kind of okay to play with um, keyboard and mouse. It is much better with the gamepad. So, I played Star Wars Jedi Knight, or Jedi Fallen Order, for eight hours straight. And then I had to work. I had to go fucking do work. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh god, I can't wait to go back to it. I can't wait to go back to it. I can't wait to go back to it. And finally, you know, like five hours later, six hours later, I could play the game again. I had time to play the game again. And it wouldn't recognize my controller. And it did this on its own. It just stopped recognizing the controller. I did not change the ports before the game started or whatever. Um, it just wouldn't recognize. And so I spent four and a half hours trying to figure out how to make it fucking see my controller again. If this ends up happening to you, the best way to make that happen is to uninstall the game and reinstall the game. Unless you can follow the instructions that I've just given you. Exactly. Blah. Now, one thing that we tested, uh, BPR and I, he was not aware that I was testing it. He thought that I was just fucking jerking his chain. And then I have no idea what I'm doing in terms of fucking any of this shit, because he can be a bit of an asshole. A little sardonic asshole, which is why I threaten him with death constantly and why I give him a games occasionally when he gives me a nugget like, oh, you might want to look back into game mode. Good call, PPR. Good call. I would never fucking thought of it. Um, What I do know is that with the Steam client open and with the game Closed, which includes the origin thin client. When you because when you quit the game, it'll quit the thin client too. In fact, the wind down is almost immediate, generally speaking, at least across those three games. Can't wait to try Need for Speed Heat again because that game was super fun. Uh, and that game ran fine, but with no controller support and with uh, stuttering, massively stuttering frames, in spite of what I had read on ProtonDB. What I do know will fuck up your game is if you after the thin client is closed and you've exited your game if you intentionally move the ports you know, switch USB ports on your controller and then try to launch the game again 
you'll have to switch them back with the game open. Um, but yeah. There you go. Titanfall 2 runs natively on maximum fucking everything. It looks exactly native. The wall running, the mechs, the horror, the carnage. Fantastic. Mirror's Edge Catalyst runs flawlessly once you in the in-game options inside of the game you have to go to video and then there's a GPU throttle that you have to manually disable then it'll run fine it'll run perfectly fine it'll it'll actually utilize all of your hardware I've had less luck with Battlefield 5 and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order I'm going to beat in time for a review next Friday for you I know, I suffer, I suffer so That game is an incredible Adventure game, it's Sekiro with lightsabers Sekiro And that's about it For this week's show, told you we'd be out of here In under an hour and 20 minutes Cheers, stay safe out there everybody Hope this was helpful to some of you And check check out the rundown uh, Where we Uh I go through the highlights of the game mode uh, install. If you're running, especially if you're running Mint uh, 19.3, you have to add that PPA. I think it should install. According to BPR, it installs fine just using you know vanilla Ubuntu. I don't know about uh, any of the 20 series of stuff that's coming out, but yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll do it. I will catch you next week. We'll have a full review and. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention that there's a new game out called Detroit Become Human, which is a free playable demo. Game looks amazing. It came out yesterday. Uh, the game itself is a wee bit expensive for me to take a risk on right now because I know that between now and next week, there will be more games from EA that you've wanted to play all your life on your Linux box that now will suddenly run. My biggest hope is that by virtue that this uh, relationship with um, Steam, and this is a selfish thing for me, EA's new alliance with Steam, my biggest hope is that (coughs) it won't be an exclusive arrangement. It'll be more like an Amazon uh, seller arrangement wherein you can't undercut your price through any other competing platform. Why do I say this? Because friend of the show, Jeff Jeffy Wise, has beaten Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. He has a a three-year-old fucking video card that is, you know, and he has a fucking 10-year-old machine. And I got him the game because I knew that after playing the first 30 minutes of it that if he didn't get to play it, that it would be a crime. And then I spent the time as I enjoyed the game, stuttery though it was at, at that time, because it was before I, BPR hit me back into game mode. Mm. I started wondering and worrying how the fuck can we get Jeff Jeffy Wise to be able to play this game? And then it hit me. I remembered a news item that I had read about Google Stadia having Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in its release list for like, I thought it was for like 
July. But no, it's like October and then November. And then they, then they were just saying by the end of the year. The reason why this matters is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, very much like Doom Eternal, if you go back and listen to our Doom Eternal review, which I reviewed on Stadia, not on Linux. And I would try to do it again, but I bought that game and returned it four fucking times now through Steam. And I don't... Maybe maybe in two weeks. Two weeks! I'll give it another try. But what that means is for a guy like Jeff, who doesn't have... I don't have a console either. So let's say the game didn't run on Linux and it couldn't run on his Windows machine. He runs Windows. How are we going to get the number one Star Wars fan that I know of in my life guy knows more about Star Wars than I do and I know a lot about Star Wars he knows 30 times what I know about that, it's fucking disturbing he had a he's got a fucking Mandalorian uh emblem, the skull you know, the the whatever dinosaur creature that they used to worship on whatever the Mando Mandalore or whatever the fuck he had that tattooed on his arm fucking 15 years ago he's that insane like he's hardcore so like him missing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order I was I was heartbroken cause like what if, so I, cause I got on the license cause it was 30 bucks it was you know like half off or whatever I I didn't and I wanted him to have something, you know, nice for the COVID times and the horror and the madness and stuff. But I know that he has like an older computer. And then I thought, oh well he can if it doesn't run on his machine right now, he can return it. He can return that license, which you know would refund the money back to me. And then like I thought originally, like, next month I'll be able to get it for him via Stadia. But no, that's like I literally looked at the news stories, like, over the last, you know, month and a half, and it's like, October like, July, October or, yeah November, and then finally by the end of the year-ish maybe, and then, you know so, that plays into I really hope that this EA kind of deal is not exclusive with Valve, and I, I I tried to do a little bit of research for this, but I before going to air tonight. But like as you can see, it's been a very technical, you know. Blah. I know that these steps work on Mint nineteen dot three with um, the peripherals that I've described um, with the ten eighty Ti. I have, uh, I got like, I got more RAM than, well, let's see, Inksy F. Oh, not capitals. Inksy F. I got a Ryzen 7, uh, 3800. How much RAM? Where's the RAM? I got A core. Where the fuck is my RAM? Oh, capital F, 
Lowercase Inksy. Duh. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the flag for just ramps. Machine. Yeah, I got. I have sixty-four gigabytes of RAM. So there you go. Uh, follow those instructions, which are roughly outlined in the show blurb for this week, and you will be fine. Catch you next week if we're still around. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice. Until someone wins.